Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I'm joined in studio by Sinn Féin TD for Limerick City, uh, Morris Quinlevin. Morris, um, what's the problem with scramblers? Uh, it's been an ongoing issue for a number of years with scramblers being driven illegally across the city, you know, especially in urban urban parts of uh, urban estates across the city. Um, the legislation doesn't seem to be adequate. Uh, Garda don't have the resources to go after them. Local Garda have told me themselves they're instructed not to chase them, you know, because they might be injured themselves, the people driving, or, you know, they might injure somebody on the street or whatever. But I have a huge concern that there will be more fatalities. There has been a fatality this year already with scramblers. There was a young lad injured a couple of, just over two weeks ago down in Kings Island area, wasn't even reported. Um, but it's an ongoing issue and it's causing huge distress, to, especially older people with the noise of the scramblers, the fear of the scramblers when they're walking about. Uh, I represent, like the city of Limerick, I live in Tomingate, the high road in Tomingate, you, you don't pass up and down at night without seeing a scrambler. And that's becoming not just the states, now it's moving across the city. I've seen them on Bridge. I've seen them in People's Park across the road here, and people are frightened that, that, that somebody's going to get seriously injured. And we need we need that legislation that's there to be enacted. Now, I want to put on record as well: there is people who use scramblers properly, they use them in proper places, they go to proper proper events, mm. and it's a good sport if we do it properly, and that should be supported and funded. But we can't have the illegal activity ongoing across the city; it's simply not fair. When you say, Morris, the, the illegal activity, my understanding of the the road traffic, the legislation that's there at the moment is that you can't. If I go out and about now this afternoon, a scrambler around Limerick, you can't seize the scrambler from me, but you can make sure that my scrambler is taxed and insured. And if it isn't, you can seize that. Yeah, and that's where the legislation... I introduced legislation myself with my colleagues before Christmas last year. The, the government have introduced their own one. It became before the Dáil Committee there in June. Uh, we need that legislation to progress. So it's all the grey areas taken out of this, we know whether we know exactly what the Gardaí can do because they're telling me they're, they're constricted of what they can do. If you're on a public space, they can take it, but they can't take it going to the public space which is nonsense that needs to be sorted out um most of these people won't have tax for insurance. If they crash into your car, you're left, to, you're left to pick up the damage. And I've dealt with people who have had scramblers crashing into their cars on main city routes in the city. And my colleagues across, particularly across the urban areas, across Dublin and Cork, will tell me the same mm. thing, you know, going on in their areas. So it is legislation that needs to be fast-tracked. I understand, as I said, it was at the committee in June, just before the summer recess, and I would hope it would be enacted as fast as possible, at least at least sometime this year, so as we can give the clarity to Gardaí, because Gardaí themselves, as I say, don't know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So some of them will chase them, some of them will now they're instructed locally not to chase them, but others will um, will just wipe their hands of it. Don't know what to do. But the, the legislation that exists, as you, as you mentioned yourself, you know, if you don't have tax insurance, the bikes should be seized. It's not just a Limerick issue, as you mentioned. You've been talking to colleagues in Dublin about it, Morris. Um, Damien is actually joining us on the line too in Dublin. Damien, what's the, the story where you are? Well, hello, Andrea. I couldn't agree more with uh, that uh, gentleman, Mr. Quinlivan. I couldn't agree more. I didn't realise things were difficult down there, but it's good that there's some sort of a proposal for legislation and activism, because it's very bad around North Strand Road, which I pass through from time to time. And uh, a scrambler come up in front of the bus shelter there, James Larkin Flats, not far from the Five Lamps. And several went up uh, a number of uh, weeks ago, a particular Saturday, at uh, Alborough Barracks at the junction of uh, Summer Hill. A beautiful area, three lanes, boulevard, and yes, scramblers taking over, doing wheelies in the middle of the road. And it's uh, very, very uh, dangerous and stressful for older people. They sheer raucous noise off them. Mm. And they're not 
they don't seem to be making for a park. They seem to be happy enough on the footpath and competing with cars. So I'm shocked to hear that they may not have tax and insurance. But when they have helmets on, it's very difficult to recognise them as well. But they um, do wheelies in the rain, torrential rain. So they, um, they're they very much uh, activists themselves, but they're putting other people at, Dean in, at great risk. So I'm very concerned, but I'm also very heartened that there's uh, activism going on yeah, uh, over okay. legislation. The, um, Mike McGinn as well is with us on the line too. Stay with us um, if you don't mind, Amy. And Mike is on the line because, Mike, I believe you're actually involved in um, motocross. Like, well, what's your thoughts on this? Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, I suppose from our perspective, I'm uh, part of the Motorcycle Union of Ireland and my role at the moment is uh, I'm the manager of the Youth Irish Motocross team, which are for want of another word, they're scramblers as well. But uh, okay. our team, we'd be representing, you know, 5,000 off-road riders throughout the island of Ireland. And these riders, these 5,000 riders, we, we, we have no part or no want. And I just want to make that clear. Like, we're, even though the bikes are the same, we're the legit part of the sport. And Morris did allude to that there, that mm. we were the proper end of it. But, uh, like, uh, to get an answer to this, okay, if you uh, pull a kid off the street and uh, take their bike or tell them they're not supposed to ride the bike, they're going to say, where can I ride it? Okay. Now, we have had a lot of help from councils around the country, like, for example, close to North Strand there, where uh, Damien is there. There's a track there in East Wall, which does uh, provide a service there. Uh, and uh, Meath County Council is on board there. They've leased uh, a good tract of land to a, a local club there in Gormanstown. And... Apart from uh, providing a service for the the legit riders in either practice or going out for fun or going out to to race against each other in a in a controlled fashion, uh, we also we we liaise with the councils. Like for example, down in my roster was a project on board, and in Dublin City where we're getting some of these, I suppose, want for a better word, rogue rogue riders uh, off the streets and getting them involved mm. into a sport. Like you know because. The thing about it is, it is a sport at the end of the day, on our end of it. Okay, you're going to get some people out there who, you know, can't be saved. And uh, But at least we offer a service there. Where, well, that's the thing, say, Mike. Like, you, you, you're you know, actually, like, what you want is, you want the people that are just out messing on the street. You actually want them to basically go to you where it's effectively, Morris, that's kind of in a, that's in a, if you want to say, in as much of a controlled environment. That's what I would like Absolutely. to see. We have a yeah. small, we have a small bit of that going on here in Limerick today. My Ross Youth Academy with the Gallery Diversion Programme funded by the Department of Justice, I understand, have 10 writers in, involved in the scheme there. Um, they'll be entering a national competition. So that's what we want to see more of that. So, but yeah. th- there is a thing there. If you join that Youth Academy, you can't be in the state. So it, it is taking those people off of the streets. Yeah, no, that's, but we need that. Sorry. We need a lot more work on that, you know, and roll that out across the areas. But yeah. look, we we can't go on with the issue we have, and and the people involved in this for sport are fantastic people. It's a, it's a great sport if you do it safely, as 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 it is referred to there. But we can't go on with the situation we have where the drive yeah. around city centres doing wheelies. But I presume that's something you might you actively discourage. Like, I mean, should these rogue riders, as you described them, should they have to be given you and your members in the sport a bad name? Absolutely, we've we've no truck with them, and like if they if they're causing trouble, take their bikes, arrest them, whatever. We 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 absolutely uh, that's what we want to do. But down in Limerick, I just like to say we did have a track there. Like your local, your closest track down in Limerick there 
is Athlone and there's one in Cork. But we did have one out the road in Gooig, just northeast of Limerick, and just close to Board Hill. And that went for a number of years now. There was a local club there. Uh, Jared Pickford from Bally Simon was in, involved in that there. And uh, uh, they ran a very good uh, 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 track out there. But that's mm. gone. The lease, the lease, it was up on that. That was leased from private land. That's what I'm okay. saying. So the you need, yeah, you, 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 you need, you need, yeah. Yeah, okay. 1800-453-106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us today because I want to hear about the extent of the problem with scramblers if they're an issue in your locality. We have actually got, you mentioned the, the Moy Ross Youth Diversion Programme and um, or the project and, and Andrew O'Byrne is with us on the line today because Andrew, you're actually involved um, in trying to, I suppose, move young people away from some of the kind of the, the bad behaviours effectively as, as Morris described earlier. Yeah, and good afternoon, Andrea, and I suppose thanks for having us on air. Uh, yeah. Look, this is a very complex issue, and there's there's a huge number of factors involved in it. There's there's massive controversy with it, and particularly in light of the, the recent high-profile accidents. And at the start of the year, unfortunately, we had a death here in the city uh, with a young lad that was killed off a bike, uh, and, you know, the, the media coverage that comes with that. Uh, we've had a number of serious accidents locally over the past number of years, and that's increased our efforts to trying to be part of a solution to this issue. Uh, we're trying to create a context in which uh, you know young people can contribute uh, and connecting them with productive adults in the community. I mean, we're looking at a behaviour that's been given out about, but if you could take that behaviour and move it to a different context in a different circumstance where it might be welcome. In other words, you know, take it off the streets and the roads and greens and put it out on a track and let them rest there. But, you know, the, there's a number of challenges with that in that we've young people on bikes and quads they are causing a major nuisance around the place and they're a significant risk to themselves and they're also a significant risk to others in the community. Mm. They generally don't have helmets, boots or body armour. Uh, they don't receive proper instruction on how to drive the bikes. There appears to be no empathy and concerns with the community and that there's no discipline around it. Uh, if you've been at any of the events that Mick McGinn has run there and they've been very good to us over the years there, uh, you know, there's no safety checks, there's no maintenance, there's no looking at driving techniques. And, you know, a big issue has been carrying very young children as passengers on the back or worse still even on the front of a bike. Uh, it's it's a big antisocial problem and there's a lot of effort going to be required to address the issue. And in fairness to the Department of Justice, as Morris has alluded to there, there seems to be a three-pronged approach with this in that there is new legislation due out. Uh, Morris said it was before the doll before the summer there, which is going to bring new enforcement powers. But also the department are conscious that they need to look at community initiatives. And uh, there's 10 projects around the country that are trying to get some response established to this. Uh, and I suppose look, we're looking for a solution in which a young person in the community can both benefit without necessarily having to take too many changes to the behaviour, but just, you know, move yeah. the location and move the context. But there are a number yeah. of opportunities that come with th- this as well then. We have an opportunity yeah. to promote the sport of motocross. It's very disciplined. Uh, you'll not see anybody in the paddocks messing or pulling wheelies. The, they'll have all the protective gear on. Uh, there is empathy with the community is what we're trying to get for people to realise mm. you know, there are people that are frightened of this or get disturbed with this it's about putting discipline uh, but it's also about engaging young people in a meaningful and a purposeful way with it try to reduce yeah. some of the risks, increase their enjoyment uh, and try and move to that so we've been added a number of years in fairness to the Gardaí and particularly there's a, a local sergeant here in the Roads Police and Yona Tony Minitor, uh, they've been involved with us and they've been very good to us uh, to try just to help us to get established in that
Yeah, there's an interesting text in here, Morris, from a listener. And, and I like, you know, there's a fair point in this too. Parents that buy the scramblers for children without proper supervision or don't tax or insure the bikes should be brought up for ch- child endangerment if they end up in hospital and parents should be brought up on charges. Like, there's somebody buying the scramblers and then saying you don't need tax or insurance or they don't know or for whatever reason they're not taxing insurance and insuring them. They can't be cheap to buy. Yeah, I would appeal to all parents not to buy them and I do that I do that regularly on Facebook every, coming up to every Christmas. Um, you know, they buy scramblers and horses which are two particular problems we have in some of our estates as I say across the city. Um, I, I can't understand and I've seen I've seen kids three and four years of age driving scramblers themselves. I've seen as Andrew alluded to scrambler bikes with two um, and sometimes more than two people on the scrambler bike and there might be younger children on the scrambler bike with no productive gear whatsoever. Um, you just wonder what, what the parents are at. You know, when they know their children are out, they know what they're doing, they know they're out on these scrambler bikes and if they're not concerned for their neighbours and, and the elderly residents living around they should at least be concerned for their children and I, I would ask myself sometimes where is Tosla in this like you know because there is children who are younger than, than 10 years of age and sometimes much younger than 10 years of age driving scramblers unaccompanied across across parts of, of, of not just as I say not just Limerick but it seems to be a, a problem across the state but they're they're total menace. Like, I mean, were they're not well, used are, properly yeah. in the in the scenarios that Mike and and I'll give you and, some and examples. Of, described. Yeah, I'll give you some examples of people I'll be dealing with. For instance, I dealing with a, a lady recently who's working from home now, so she has a scrambler outside her door morning, noon, and night, and she's on telephone conferences and telephone sales, so she can't even. She has to she's so embarrassed, you know, on Zoom meetings and telling them, "Sorry, you have to, you know, I can't hear what's going on." Um, then you have older people who are afraid to go out because there's a big green area in their area, and then the, the scramblers are flying around that, they're worried they'll come off the bike and hit them crossing the green or something like that. So you've all that sort of stuff going on. It is a nuisance in the areas. When it's regulated well, that's what we need to do. So we need to put more resources into the, the like the schemes that Andrew was talking about there that we have going on Morris, which I understand is quite a successful scheme. But we need to roll that out. And we do need legislation and we do need funding for those schemes and, and we do need a bit more awareness ju- from, from parents of buying stuff when they shouldn't really be buying stuff. Just to clarify on that, as a, the state of play at the minute is that if there's a scrambler bike in around Limerick City or Dublin or anywhere else in the country, Galway, Donegal, the whole lot, the only thing the guards can do is go up and say, Morris, show us your tax and insurance. And if you don't have that, then they can lift it off you. But you're saying that you've got legislation in the pipeline, hopefully to be passed at the start of the next recess, which will allow for well, we have further leg- powers. We have legislation that's sitting there, but the government came out with similar, very similar legislation shortly after that, and that went through a Dáil Oireachtas Committee in June, so I would imagine that would come back to the Dáil again in, in the next term, which is before Christmas, so hopefully we'll get that. We'll be pushing for that to be uh, enacted, and I'm sure other people will as well. It's becoming an increasing problem, it's what we need to deal with. But you can't have a situation where you have illegal scramblers driving dangerously across the city with, with, no, with the guardian not sure what they should be actually doing. And locally, they're instructed not to chase them. And you'd agree with that as well, Mike, you would? Definitely, I'd agree with Morris there. I think we certainly need to control the amount of scramblers on the bike. For our side, it it gives us a bad name. And I think if uh, the the rest of the county councils could come on board and help them provide uh, lands, uh, that would help us, help us as a sport. Not every kid kicks the ball, you know, they don't all. And I want to commend Mike and all those who are involved in in taking kids off of the streets. So, you know, as much of a small impact it might have had, it's had a huge impact in some areas.
This texter here has got in touch here in 53106 this afternoon to say something needs to be done about scramblers. I live in Clondalkin and all night it's the only thing you hear. Somebody could be killed uh, quite easily as well. This listener again, you know, listening to this, you'd imagine scramblers are a great thing. I've nearly been knocked down several times, says this texter. Young lads going around our estate in Dublin doing donuts in the football pitch, etc. They've destroyed the pitches in many cases. Uh, Stephen is on the line in Carlingford. Stephen, have you similar problems there? Yeah, this is interesting listening to the, the whole conversation there um, about the urban areas. I live in a very rural area and uh, we've had serious problems with quads and scramblers um, in Charlingford County Loud. Um, in, all over the, the Cooley Peninsula with young guys as, 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 as young as 12 or 13 driving. This is not like... It, 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 part of the conversation was, you know, I know you were talking about particular states in cities, and, um, but this is not just about that. It's about you know th- these these motorbikes are are being sold to uh, young children. The parents are buying them for them for Christmas. Um, there's a, there's a specific uh, place I I pass. I won't mention it. But they have scramblers and you know quads out for sale, and you know people young guys are looking at this, you know, and and, and they want to buy them. What I can't understand is like, a young young man or young woman wouldn't be able to kick a ball on the main road, but yet they can drive a scrambler up and down it, um, uninsured, untaxed, mm. uh, uninstructed. There's gentlemen on there, a couple of gentlemen on there, but you know, teaching them in a controlled environment. But this this is not happening. You know, this the legislation has to come in. You can't sell it to them. You wouldn't sell them. These these are these are powerful machines that would kill somebody kill themselves, kill others. But yet you wouldn't give a 12 or 13 year old a shotgun for their license. You know, they have to be a certain age. I don't understand why this has been allowed to continue. And we're talking about legislation. The legislation has to go to people who are selling them. Um, and as well as this, I've contacted local Gaudi on, on, on many occasions. Um, and I've given names of, of, of um, the guys that were doing it, young guys that were doing it. Um, and the guards, and I'm fairness, I will, I, I'll always, you know, stand by the guards. They tell you they can't chase them because if mm. one of them is killed, well, it's them that's to blame. Well, that's I it. And should they be up then in front of GSOC then because they were driving after yeah. you know the scrambler and the scrambler was involved in a, in in you know in, a, in an accident or something happened. And I suppose like that's the point, Marge, you were making around this. But just actually, um, Stephen makes a very interesting point on that around the the sale of the likes of the scramblers and, and these bikes and the fact that people are driving them with effectively no training, no licence. I mean, you wouldn't go out on the road in a car, which isn't all that terribly dissimilar. Will the the legislation that's due to come into effect, will that also cover the sale? Well, the legislation will come into effect. It will ensure that you can't drive uh, motorcycles illegally across, you know, across urban across urban and rural areas, but you can't drive them. You know, you'd, you'd, it would be like uh, driving a motor car. You have to drive it safely. Um, scramblers will be taken off of the roads. They'll be put into safe places. So there, there's no point us bringing in legislation unless we deal with that, unless we deal with that issue. Um, it should deal with the issue of people would be discouraged, I would imagine, from buying uh, scramblers or, or quads for children when they know there's, there is legislation where they will be taken. And what we need is not just legislation, but we need robust uh, 
Garda intervention when that decision yeah, comes in. Yeah, absolutely. So it has to be enforced. There's no yeah. point in putting legislation and you, you, could, no you, one you could sort it out in a couple of weeks once you had the decision in place and the Garda were able, were, 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 were knew exactly what yeah. they were able to okay. do. You know? uh, text in for, from Tom in, in Limerick. He says, we live in, in Ballinacurra. Um, we have to listen out for motorbikes up and down the road most of the day. Sometimes it's not even safe to go to the local shop and we wait until we can't hear them. They don't care who they knock down or kill. They just don't care at all. Says Tom, like that's a desperate situation. Yeah, no, I've seen that myself in, yeah. that, in that particular area, and it's particularly bad. And again, there's, there's a group of young lads in that particular area and in other areas who just don't care about their neighbours. And I would just appeal to their parents, as I've done before, but again, would you just get a grip on your children? Louise in Tipperary as well. As a motorbike user, if I drove the way the scramblers do, I'd be fined. And if the bike taken off me, like all road users who drive a high-powered vehicle, they should have to have a licence and be, and be allowed to actually be officially even on the road, uh, says Louise in Tipperary. Keep the messages coming into us. 53106 is the number. Uh, Mike, Damien, Andrew, thank you for your time. Also Sinn Féin TD here in Limerick City. Uh, Morris Quinlivan, thanks a million, Morris, for, for joining us yeah, on, on the programme today. Uh, still to come, we're going to give you a chance to win our two-night break here at the number one Perry Square Hotel in Limerick. We'll be giving that away before the end of the programme. Up next, though, all your interior questions answered by local Limerick designer, Jerry O'Toole. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.